This week on the BAMFCAST, we're so excited, so excited, just so scared. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, episode 69, dude. Get it? See what we did there? So, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Uh, I'm the Beach. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCAST is we... <laughs> I don't even have something for this one. <laughs> this, no, I can't even We do tear it. off our clothes and you, dance terribly. Yes, we do. We get angry. And then we watch a terrible we movie. We get angry, very angry, as we travel back through the world of bad movies. And we watch one. Then we come in here and talk to talk about it for about we, 30 minutes. We come in and show you girls what it's all about. Yes, we do. And uh, then we rate said shitty movie. Uh, one, two, five jocks if it's an enjoyable bad movie uh, after robot jocks. Yay. Or one to five bags. Negative sense as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo. So... In honor Ooh, of episode 69, 69, we decided to watch Paul Verhoeven's Showgirls. I see Nintendo what you did there. 69. The, the, I see what the you did giantly there. giantly huge, very well-known, bad, bad movie. So, let's, before we tear into it, let's get a quick plot summary out you of the way. You should do that. Nomi Malone traveled to Las Vegas to become an exotic dancer, a showgirl. She is doing very well at the beginning and striding step-by-step step towards the top of the strippers' clubs in Las Vegas. But when she meets a new lead showgirl named Crystal Connors and they have to work a show together, the competition between these two best showgirls begins. Enthralled by the glamorous life of Las Vegas, Nomi Malone is prepared to do everything to be the leading showgirl, even if some of those are very dirty steps. I'm basically rewriting some kind of terrible English there, but mm. there you go. User-generated content. Yes. Way to go. Thank you, IMDb. I was just going for the shortest summary that didn't, I, you know, wasn't as long as the movie itself. Oh God, this movie's so fucking long. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it was a long ass movie. It's, it was like a long six, movie full of angry people. Seven, angry eight, naked people. Eight hours, something like that. <laughs> it's <laughs> like seriously. Dances with Wolves, only with more nudity. Yeah. So, yeah. I, that's, that's, that's number one talking point. I think we just have to go ahead and go off on is... Everyone in this movie is really fucking angry all yeah. the time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you, you know, gotta be angry all the time. The main character we're supposed to root for, Elizabeth Berkeley. Okay. Are we supposed <laughs> is, to root for her? I, yes. I don't, I don't know. It, most of the time. That's the thing about this movie is there is no protagonist. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> except she is like the most hateable person ever. She's a massive She's a horrible cunt. human being. Mm-hmm. A horrible human being. Yeah, she's the worst. I mean, they even they even paint her past by the end of the movie, and you still don't care. You're like, none of that gives you the right to act the way you've been <laughs> acting this entire movie. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So oh god. Yeah, I, I, I mean, okay. Let's let's start kind of breaking it down a little bit. Uh, we we see her hitchhiking, you know, some indeterminate distance away from Vegas. Uh, this guy in a blue pickup truck picks her up, 
He's blasting Garth Brooks. You know, he's a good old boy with an Elvis haircut. He did have some awesome hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That hair was very vertical. And uh, I was really hoping that guy would make it through the entire movie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, immediately because she looks the way she looks with her, you know, side boobs hanging out in, in, in her hitchhiking outfit. He's like, why don't you come over here and sit a little closer? And from right off the bat, we she pulls a switchblade on the guy and is like, don't fuck with me. And yada, yada, yada. yada. And yeah, so established right from the first scene that this is an angry young woman, you know, who's probably seen some shit. So it's a woman with issues. Yeah, but they they kind of he kind of he whoa, he kind of woke backs it up and everything. And they seem to have kind of a pleasant ride the rest of the way to Vegas because that's where he was going to apparently. And uh, so they get there and he's like, hey, look, you know, you got you got nobody here. My uncle works over at the Stardust. Let me go and talk to him and see about Riviera. getting you a, Oh, Riviera. That's right. That's right. And uh, let me see about getting you a job. And, you know, ain't, ain't never, nobody ever done nothing nasty for you or something like that. And he's like, no, just leave your suitcase in the truck. We'll go talk to my uncle. And, of course, she falls for it and walks in the casino. And mm-hmm. he gives her like 10 bucks to go play the slot machines while he runs off and steals her stuff. Thus, establishing that she's in Vegas with no friends, no money, no stuff. Of course not. And uh, she gets very angry and starts beating the shit out of a car. And and this girl... Conveniently, it's Whoopi Goldberg's car. <laughs> conveniently, this girl immediately comes running up and going, that's my car. You know, and uh, so after she gets angry and almost throws herself into traffic and yada, yada, yada. This girl finally calls her down, takes her and buys her some fries and a drink. Which she proceeds to throw all over the place <laughs> angrily. Yeah. She murders She's like splashing fries. ketchup all over the table. She's like throwing a fucking little kid tender, temper tantrum. Yeah. And uh, finally this girl, for whatever reason, goes, look, you can come stay with me until you get a job. And since you got nobody else. And cut to, what, six, six weeks, weeks later, later. They're best friends living <laughs> in the trailer park. And she's got a job. She's and- got a J-O-B at the Cheetah Club. Life is great. Yeah, apparently her I friend Molly, uh, who we you know we later find out to be dreadlocked girl, uh, mm-hmm. is a seamstress at for um, Goddess the the show at uh, the Stardust, which is why I said that earlier. Mm-hmm. And Nomi apparently is stripping at the Cheetah Club, the the most well lit CD piece of shit strip club ever. Yeah, uh, that's a pretty. I mean, there's a lot of neon, but there, that place is way too well lit. To be yeah, I'm just saying. I, I, I may have been in one of these establishments or two in my life, and maybe th- this place, from behind the scenes and the way everybody acts, is is portrayed to be like the really, you know, this is like in the bad area of Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not, this is not the high class strip clubs that are there are a lot of in Vegas. But this place this is, is shitty. Vegas. This place is nice. I'm just gonna say, like, yeah, for yeah. this supposedly to be a shitty club, this is a really, really nice club, except for everyone that works there. So they've yeah. even got like a like a well, they had like an four opener. stages. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, the, they had the uh, yeah, they had the Mama Bazoom yeah. or whatever her name was. <laughs> yeah, the that, uh, like an opening comedy act. Who, who was who called her Lisa Lampanelli? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, yeah, it may as well have been Lisa Lampanelli. Yeah, yeah I think that may have been where Lisa Lampanelli <laughs> stole her. Yeah, it probably from. is where she got her entire act. That may that. have been Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> <laughs> fat enough. Yeah. God. But yeah. So anyway, we we see her uh, enjoying this life. I suppose having a grand old time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Angry every other minute. Hates the owner, who is the only 
semi likable guy in the in the and and we were because he's Robert. He tells it straight. Hmm? Who's, who's the guy? Robert Devi. Devi. Yeah, he, like he was in like Scarface and stuff, right? He's in fucking Die Hard. Okay, he's in mm-hmm. Die Hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. He's one of the FBI guys. He's yeah, everything. Okay, so yeah, I mean, he's not a likable guy. You like him because like he's the most. He's uh, the only one who's not even trying to be nice to yeah, her. Yeah, he's he's like he's like, everyone who's nice to her just gets it thrown back in their yeah, goddamn face. He's the one that feels like a genuine scumbag. Like instead of like. Oh, I'm going to be nice this second, then fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where everyone else is like, I love you. You're a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy's just like, oh, oh, fucking yeah. show your tits. You know, <laughs> he's just, he's, you know, the most honest person in the movie, mm-hmm. so to speak. But, um, yeah, so we oh, see that he was, uh, he was one of the Fratellis in the Goonies. That's, yeah, yeah. that's where yeah, my that's brain right. knows yeah. him from. But, um, yeah, yeah so she isn't happy with this life, obviously, because she ditches work all the time. You know, she's one, you know, she's a loose cannon and she's about to get canned. Yeah. And, uh, well, cause she goes out dancing at the club right. with her friend and yeah, some guy tells her he's going to teach her how to dance. So she kicks him in the nuts and starts a bar fight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And lands herself in jail. And then the same guy bails her out of jail. Yeah. They, he, He's like the world's lamest stalker. Yeah. He stalks her through like half what, the movie. What is that dude's name? Did you ever look him up? Glenn Plummer. Glenn, okay, that's Glenn Plummer. Okay. Yeah, he, so... Playing the character James Smith. Yeah. Most original name in movie history. That's good. So, yeah, he's got... Apparently got a serious thing for... Uh, for high-maintenance chicks. High, yeah, high-maintenance... Dancers. Uh, you know, probably... <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, she's just... Well, I don't know. That yeah. other girl was not high-maintenance at all. No, no, no. I'm just saying she, you know probably bipolar at the very least you know <laughs> you know yeah mm-hmm. even more yeah uh, uh, yeah and i yeah it's it's kind of indescribable like any sane man would run run far far away yeah as far as humanly possible yeah and he he wasn't even getting any no yeah. and he was all about it yeah well he really he he liked her because she thought she had natural dancing talent yeah he, and she he just, cared about dancing he, he apparently much. actually you know went to some dance academy in new york and was a alvin Ailey. proper trained dancer kind of guy who somehow ended up in vegas as a bouncer yeah sure, because and then not? a bag boy and then yeah <laughs> what a, yeah like uh what do they call that uh <laughs> bellhop bellhop yeah. yeah so all that sort of stuff but yeah so he, he he's he's obsessed with her but that's like such a weird like it almost doesn't mean anything to the movie it's completely worthless yeah subplot. Mm-hmm. yeah it is other than to have someone else who believes that she actually has talent because let's make this clear she's a terrible dancer (laughs) like throughout the movie she is a terrible terrible dancer they may have shown her like how to do the moves but she's she's still a terrible she's the angriest (laughs) dancer on the planet hold me closer angry dancer (laughs) (laughs) ripped up blue jeans baby (laughs) count the headlights on the fuck you (laughs) yeah fuck you tony danza (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> god yeah but uh so i yeah but he could be completely cut out of the movie yeah. and that would save us about half an hour worth of pain probably yeah. he had a couple good lines though well yeah he's he's <laughs> you fuck him without fucking him yeah he he's not a terrible part of the movie in, in that he's kind of a little bit likable other than he's I, i'm wishy-washy is not the right term but he's just you know he's a flip-flopper like you know it's yeah. like he seems genuine and nice at one point and then it's like then as soon Fuck as he it. gets the chance to feel her well, up, or not even not even that, it's like you know. Then when he ends up with the other the other girl from the strip club, 
you know, they're out and he's just like, go get me a beer, bitch. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, wait, a second ago, you kind of were coming across a little bit nice, just a little bit, but okay. I think he was making it clear that he really wasn't interested in her. I, 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 I don't know. It's just weird. But then, um, so uh, because she is friends with Molly, who is the seamstress at the, at the, uh, goddess show, uh, she gets taken into work with her one day and introduced to Crystal, the mm-hmm. star of the show, who is Gina Gershon. And yeah. she, looking ambiguously weird as <laughs> usual. Just just kind of well, large, large mouth. Man, she bitch had a mouth like a shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> she was always giving the biggest tooth smile yeah. she possibly could. And calling everybody darling. Mm-hmm. That was her thing. She's, they may have told her, act like you're going to eat everyone in the scene. <laughs> you're yes. hungry. Yeah. You've been a dancer for you're 20 like years. The, you're really hungry. You're hungry like the wolf. Hungry like the shark. <laughs> so, anyway, she ends up kind of meeting uh, Gina Grishon's character, Crystal. And <laughs> and it's like, you know, I thought you were really good in the show. And, of course, Crystal's looking, at, you know, sizing her up and everything. Like, you know, whatever. And, uh... She asks, like, oh, you know, Molly makes a point of, oh, yeah, she's a dancer, too, trying to get her an in. And she's like, oh, yeah, where are you dancing? She says, over at the cheetah. The cheetah. Oh, well, whatever you're doing isn't dancing. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> Turns around yeah. and runs out of foot. <laughs> because immediately she just snaps at the very idea that she's. Mm-hmm. This pretty much happens for the well, rest of the movie. Yeah. So Roll when you work somewhere called the Cheetah Club. Yeah. You can't be offended at being told you're not a fucking yeah. dancer. <laughs> hey, you're a stripper. <laughs> fuck you. I'm a dancer. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's pretty yeah. much who that's the shortest summary of this movie is I fuck you I'm a dancer that's yeah but <laughs> and the, the thing world is saying, no dear no, no, no you're not the thing you're is, a whore yeah that's pretty much you it. know dreadlock dude kind of has a point yeah he's basically like you're doing the same thing you just don't touch anybody now right <laughs> yeah I yeah. mean that's pretty much the point that he makes to her which I don't know maybe that's his purpose for being in the movie <laughs> yeah I guess is to hammer that nail on the head but as loudly as possible as everybody tells her she's that no matter what she's still a whore yeah you know she I, I think like everybody that. in this movie is is there to tell her that she's just a whore right but for whatever reason crystal takes a shine to know me and uh she's proceeds to kind of she's got zip she's kind of attracted to her she's kind of got a, a little bit of lesbian tendencies and, like mm-hmm. gina gershon does and in um, every movie yeah so she kind of is just kind of like a shark. She's like marked her prey. She just mm-hmm. kind of follows her around to fuck with her, basically. So they, she shows up at the uh, at the Cheetah Club one night with Kyle McLaughlin's character Zach, who's the creative director of the Stardust. You know, the, yeah. the guy in charge. Mm-hmm. The and, guy with uh, a lot of self tanner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's Kyle McLaughlin wore a lot of self tanner. He's still in this looking one. for a good cup of coffee. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just like they uh, they go there and he's, she's just like out to fuck with this girl because apparently she hones in right on the fact that she doesn't like to be called a whore or insinuated that and she is in any way a whore even though she's mm-hmm. a stripper at this you know shitty club. So she pays $500 to take, you know, back into the back room, give him a lap dance and, mm-hmm. you know, so, and have her watch just to humiliate her more and mm-hmm. then basically, you know, connects the two so... Now, Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin's got a thing for her, you know, because apparently she does. She gives yeah. a great lap dance. Yeah, she gives him what looks like penis. the most painful lap. <laughs> she looks like she gives him the most painful lap dance ever. Yeah. Hopefully he didn't have a zipper on those pants. That's, yeah. that's, she looked like she probably broke his hip <laughs> at some point or her hip. I'm not sure which. Something, something was dislocated. Everyone's hip. Yeah. But she strips apparently like she dances as angrily Angry. as possible. Yeah. So anyway, 
thus begins the now he and her have become interested in fucking with this girl apparently in more mm-hmm. than ways than one and so they get her a job in the chorus or you know at least set her up an audition and mm-hmm. then it becomes every kind of every movie you've ever seen where it's start here work your way up kind of thing but all the while like well i love that you know this is like her dream is to be in the show and dance sure. and as soon as she finds out that like they set it up for her she's like wants no part of it yeah it's like okay yeah i don't want my dream because it's yeah it's not on my terms right sure. <laughs> or something you know and then everybody else is like that's you know connected with the show is, is an even bigger asshole than like al the the you know the runner of the club mm-hmm. it's like they're very straightforward like show me your tits your tits aren't good enough get over here you suck yeah. you're terrible blah 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 you know rub some ice on yeah them. rub some ice on them and you know yeah so it's like everyone's like 10 times worse than you know al who like we said was an honest genuine scumbag you know it's like he mm-hmm. you knew his place he just wasn't like out to fuck with your head at all mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just gonna be an asshole so that's almost why out of anybody in this movie, he's the likable guy. Um, but yeah, like everyone is out to dick her over and use her and in more yeah. ways than one. Yeah. Well, Alan Rachins, who's like kind of the guy who runs the show. Right. He's not terrible. He's, he's kind of a dick, but he, he's a lot like uh, Robert Dovey. He's like the straightforward dickhead. That's fair enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He pretty much like his opening line pretty much is I'm a hard ass. Yeah, or I'm what does he say? Yeah, or, I'm, I'm a, like, I'm a prick. Yeah, I'm going to find out how much of a prick I am. Exactly. Something like yeah, that. Something like that. Yeah. Everyone has classic, classic lines in this movie. <sighs> mm-hmm. So much so that, you know, taking a br- brief break from the, uh, if you ever get the DVD copy of it, there is a Easter egg. If you scroll just a certain way until you start highlighting the letters of the, of the title showgirls on the top of the DVD menu, mm-hmm. each, each letter features a terrible, awful quote from this movie, <laughs> like the, the best or the worst. Just a mm-hmm. little fun little Easter egg. Nice. I don't know if it carried over to the Blu-ray or not, but or the it Super Ultra well Mega Special Edition, <laughs> it's the pasty edition. Because this is one is just like the plain yeah, ass. Yeah, this is the plain ass old. Sounds like we put a trailer on it. Yeah, and we got <laughs> cast and crew. Hey, look at that interactive menu. It <laughs> <laughs> includes subtitles. Yeah, yeah. But um, I guess um, Green Capped, take a drink. Um, offered us. Hey, we didn't use it as a verb. No, no, you chug if you use it as a verb. Oh. Um, so he offered us a uh, a chance at the hyper special edition via Twitter. I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't so know why anyone would pasties. own that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like some it sort does. of game that's in, involved. I don't know <laughs> the showgirls drinking game. Yeah, <laughs> you can't make that, a drinking that, game the crazy, out of that. Uh, stalker guy, dreadlock stalker guy, actually shows up at your house. Like <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to dance. <laughs> <laughs> you got the spirit. You just I don't have the talent. <laughs> I wrote this song for you. Yeah. Uh, I wrote this number for you. Yeah, yeah. number. Yeah, because he's a smooth pimp who mm-hmm. loves the pussy. <clears throat> yeah, but um, so she eventually, even though she storms off at the audition, they call her back and say they yeah. she's got it. Sure, you got the bug, kid. <laughs> yeah. You got it. But yeah, so yeah, okay, we gotta skip ahead here. Some, I mean, it's just. And then there's a lot of dancing. There's angry, a, a naked lot dancing. of angry, topless dancing. Yes, with even more. People fucking each other over and just alternative motives people. and, you know, Gina Gershon pretty much fucking with her at every point and, and she can. And then for whatever reason, like, she keeps falling for it. Like, she keeps, you know, she'll start to act nice and she's like, oh, okay, all right, you know, maybe this yeah. benefit me if I'm nice to you. And then she's like, fuck you, whore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much. And mm-hmm. she keeps falling for it up about like when five, you, six times. When you call the dog over, you're like, come here, dog, come here, dog. Bark. And it's smacking yeah. on the face. And it runs away, and then three minutes later, you're like, come here, puppy, come here, and then <laughs> smacking on. 
Yeah. Not that I condone pretty, that activity. It's no, just But similar. that's pretty much how she treats her. She yeah. treats her. She batters her like a wife. Yeah. And then along the way, she pretty much steals Kyle McLaughlin. And of course, she's got him under her thumb. And that's just propels her into. Well, the, we have to mention. Okay. Like she basically, you know, they're going back and forth because he's kind of with Gina Gershon. Right. But when they go back to her place or to his place, she's basically just like, yeah, we're going to your place. I think you know what's going to happen. They take the Ferrari. Yeah, they take the Ferrari there. They get there and, you know, they're popping open the crystal and all that. And then she goes outside and he turns on the light to the pool. (laughs) The pool lights up. And then neon palm trees light up behind the pool. Hell yeah. Which it's the, like the neon palm trees are in front of regular palm ass trees. palm trees. <laughs> hmm And then the dolphin fountain turns on. Yeah. That's pimp, baby. The spitting dolphin fountain. Thing- it was just it's just one of those scenes that's so fucking ludicrous because you know that actually exists somewhere. Yeah, they probably filmed that at set, someone's house. The, yeah, the set dresser's mind. I just wanted to to point out one thing. I've thought that I, I've forgotten his name already even though we talked about it three seconds ago um, Kyle McLaughlin he must have been channeling his inner James Spader for this yeah role. he's in super Spader mode in this one I really kind of wish James Spader had been in this so I think he plays that creepy yeah, sleazy but there shit. are I can name at least another half dozen movies where James Spader does exactly that yes. <laughs> but yeah. I like it okay <laughs> I'm just saying there's plenty of those mm-hmm. let's give Kyle McLaughlin a chance yeah <laughs> I I think that James Spader is I've seen James Spader's ass far too many times it's uh, yeah you know. point point yeah yeah but um good point we I guess we should mention the scene where um Robert Davi and Lisa Lampanelli show up to say hello to <laughs> right after her being on the you know that she's made it and that she didn't come back, you know, oh, she's going to, she's going to succeed, you know, and they just kind of give her like the, Hey, good job. Yeah. Good job. And then, good. and then Robert W as he leaves, just like, must be weird not having anyone come on you. Yeah. And then he just leaves. And then he just <laughs> walks away. And, and, scene. and she's kind of like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. I think he's right. They pay me more and <laughs> best line in a movie ever. Yeah, Joe Esterhouse, <laughs> you are his Shakespearean lord. <laughs> well, according to the IMDb, like they were not allowed to ad lib at yep. all. Like whatever was in the script, they it's, had to say it. Kind of like Troll Two. Nice. So yeah. directors, like, keep this in mind, folks. Sometimes when you're making a movie and you force them to say everything that's in the script exactly, sometimes it's going to come it's across. Probably not going to end up come going across a little all. weird here and there. Some people can't pull off certain lines. Let mm-hmm. them say it their way. But yeah, yeah I don't think that have saved it. No, probably not. I don't know. But just this whole, you know, I'm a red-blooded man, but there was a certain point where I was just like, all right, just put some clothes on, girl. You just... Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, not everything is an excuse to take your clothes off. I love me some titties. Yeah, but you're like, it's like you're desensitized by about half an hour in. You're just like, all right. Yep. There they are. Yep. Mm -hmm. They're doing the scene with the volcano again. Again. Yep. It's like, you know, if if it's just thrust in front of you ad infinitum, it it just, yeah, it loses all of its charm. You become the strip club owner where you're like, yeah, whatever. Whatever, titties, yeah. you know. I, I got to gotta watch, I got to go home and watch some weird shit yeah. to get my... I got to have a midget... <laughs> I got to watch some German shit or something. I got to have a midget punching me in the butthole to get off. <laughs> I need my tang. Yeah. I just need a big jug of tang. 
I'll drink the astronauts stuck to the moon. <laughs> I like to think about the moon. That's yeah. what happens. Oh, uh, okay. So wrapping up the last ha- hour of the movie really quickly. God. Basically, she rises up. You know, she almost becomes the understudy, and Jeannie Gershon says, "No, fuck you." Yeah, she fucks her over and yeah. basically says and she so, won't have an understudy. She'll sue him or something. Yeah. So the very next scene, they're you know she does this, and then they go on with the show, and she's walking down the flight of stairs and pushes Gina Gershon down the stairs mm-hmm. and everyone's like, Oh shit, fuck. What do we do? Oh, what possibly could have happened? Oh, let's make Nomi the star. And so for yeah. like two shows, she's the star basically. Mm-hmm. And they have this big, huge party. Like, Oh my God. Introducing Nomi Malone, the star of goddess. And they do the exact same scene they did in the beginning of the movie when they're introducing crystal Connors as the mm-hmm. star of goddess line by line. And yeah. they have this big giant party. Uh, you know, Molly, her friend doesn't basically, you know, price pretty much knows that she pushed the, the chick down the stairs, doesn't mm-hmm. trust her anymore, but she comes to the party anyway, because she wants to meet this. And because she's being a good friend. Yeah, she wants to meet the guy from Nickelback. Yeah. This big yeah. Michael Bolton dude. Triple H. Yeah. 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 He looks like a skinny triple H kind of. Yeah. So she's for whatever reason, obsessed with the stinger guy who was periodically mentioned off and on and seen mm-hmm. posters that. Apparently, he's the hot shit in this make-believe universe, and though her friend gets raped by yeah, this guy. They and go upstairs, like, and the guy's just like, all right. Two of her friends, yeah. All right, bitch. Yeah, just kind of like out of nowhere, just, hey, you know, she was probably going to sleep with you anyway, but apparently, kinda, yes. you know, this guy's kind of like, Yeah, I guess because like, there kind of had to be some kind of conflict, because sure. she kind of got everything she wanted, and yeah. no consequences, really, other than her friend being bitchy towards her, Yeah, which this, her friend didn't care how shitty she had been treated throughout the movie. Right. Right. But then again, maybe her friend was just sick of her shit at that point. That guy, had, you know what I mean? Yeah, that guy was in 122 episodes of Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. That guy. That guy. Yeah. Captain so he was Rape. probably <laughs> <laughs> Captain R- McRaperton. Yes. Yeah. So he was also in RoboCop. Well, that's that's why he was in this. Hmm. Yeah. So basically, she finds out her friend gets raped because she comes stumbling out all bloody at the party, and so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which begs the question: Why did those dudes just let her leave? I I don't know. Why didn't? Yeah, they should. I, I mean, I there's a lot yeah, of strange it, behavior at the very last part of this movie. Yeah, that, I mean, like, like the end of the movie, of the movie rushes really quick. Yeah, because by the time she's pushed her down the stairs, I mean it's like the hour and forty five minute mark. Yeah, it's like the yeah. very end of the movie. Yeah. So, so they run off to the hospital and they have this confrontation where Kyle McLaughlin lays it on that hey, I know you're not Nomi Malone. That's a made up name. You're like polyamory something. something and you know you were a hooker and arrested for hooking a, a whole lot of times and substance abuse and you're blah blah yes. blah violent and past. also we know that it was that dude that raped your friend but shut up about it yeah because we'll he get her we some might money need a contract shop. Him. Yeah. right so she's kind of like oh okay yeah sure and plays along like she's well actually like she's playing along Goes over to the dude's house, fucks his shit up. Kicks yeah, the shit pretend, out of him. Was she pretending to be a hooker or was she no, being she herself? Was she was pretending to be herself. Like, yeah. okay. I'm well, going to come over there and fuck you up. Yeah. yeah. So so she gets a lot of kicks to his yeah. face. So she fucks the singer dude up, goes back to the hospital and says, I beat the shit out of him. Here's your teddy bear. Love you. Bye. Gotta go. Love you. Okay. Bye-bye. Stops by to see Gina Gershon. Yeah. Gives her, smacks a wet one on her lips and... Then uh, Gina gives her a cowboy hat, calls her darling. And then she is hitchhiking her way out of Vegas and who shows up but the guy from the very beginning of the movie and they drive off. She's got a switchblade to his throat. Yes. Threatening. The end. 
Yeah. We kind of rushed that ending, but so did the that's, movie. That's yeah. yeah. It's just know that there's like an hour and forty five minutes of angry dancing and people fucking angry each other over. Dancing. It's just a weirdly paced movie yeah, in general. And then, like all of the actual conflict kind of comes in the last thirty minutes, mm-hmm. just like we just did in the last five minutes. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, lots man. of lines like "Must be weird having people not come on you." Yes. <laughs> so and yeah, you're going to jump to your conclusion. Yeah, I don't remember where that was. Where that oh, was in the movie? Oh, but oh shit! You're yeah. going to jump to your conclusion. Yeah, I don't even know what context for that. No, I think that, that, that was, was when the dude tried to, like, said, "Oh, we'll pay you a thousand bucks to show up at the show and promote." Yeah. And then he wants her to sleep with some Korean dude or something. Right, right. Yeah, that she gets uh, hooked Tied. into going to this uh, boat show thing, just thinking that she's going there to sign autographs and dance on a boat. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Hey, when this is over, come over here. He's one of our high rollers, and we're gonna go sing together." Air quotes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we're gonna sing. And again, it's just it's <laughs> come part to the coast, blab a few laughs. <laughs> yeah, again, it's the plot of hey, you're a hooker, and her getting very angry and saying, "No, I'm not." So there you go. Scene. Yeah. Credits. Roll. Let's rate this. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, four bags. Ooh. Wow. This movie is so long. Yeah, it is so fucking long, and and no likable characters. Because I mean, really, even though we were like Robert W. Yeah, cool. I, I know. He's kind of a terrible person, and you can't really like him either. Like, there's know, nobody likable in this movie because everybody's angry, everybody's pissed off. Yeah, the only I mean, it's basically character. a movie on the rag. Yeah. The only likable character was Mama Bazoom. <laughs> Not really. She was, no, she was, was Lisa Lampanelli. No. She was... I mo- mean, maybe her friend because, you know... Oh, Molly? Yeah, her friend stood for, I don't know, and like... And she didn't take her clothes off. That was not part of her job. Good. Yeah. They never asked her to. Well, I'm just saying she was, somebody somebody she was a costume wouldn't. mistress, you know? <sighs> but yeah, I, I just... for You would think for a movie with this much gratuitous nudity, but you yeah. know what... If we really want to see nudity, we have the internet. Right. And we don't the have to sit through internet. two hours of angry, angry people okay, and terrible so, dancing. So I'm going to make... That's a, actually how I like I'm going to make a strange it. confession, and this is, and I'm going to have to very quickly qualify this. This is the first time I've ever sat and watched this movie from the beginning to end. Really? Yes. The same here. I so. saw it once in college. Now, that And sound, I did not remember anything except having that same feeling yeah. of, please just put your clothes back no, on. And that sounds really bad, because it sounds like I fast-forwarded to certain parts, but that's not the case at all. I've I've watched... Bits and pieces of, the, and it's such a long fucking movie that it's like I've seen bits and pieces of it, and I think in small doses it's hilarious. Like if you watch mm-hmm. like certain scenes and, and some of the dialogue, it's absolutely hilarious. Oh yeah, but the whole the movie on a whole is long. Like you said, it's weird pacing, and and I don't think you really get a sense of just how angry everybody is in this unless you sit and watch it from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those movies. And her I've, especially, I have seen like long chunks of it. Many, many times, but th- I think this is probably the first time I've ever sat down and watched it from beginning to end. That being said, two bags. Just I, two? Just two. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's not good, but yeah, I, I still find some of the ridiculous dialogue and the ridiculous acting funny, especially in the, like the first 30 minutes where she's just extra angry throwing the fries and... I mean, like, after afternoon special, like, throwing herself on the car, like, why did they take my packs? You know, and things mm-hmm. like that, where it's, she's in full-on Jesse Spano, you know, very special episode <laughs> mode. And, and refusing any help from anyone yeah, yeah. ever. I mean, I think that's why I've, it is pretty much like that episode of Saved by the Bell, just with lots more nudity. No, she, the episode mm-hmm. of Saved by the Bell was so much better. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, it's like that stretched out. and No, but in the episode of Saved by the Bell, she... 
she gets got her help. shit together. Yeah. Yeah. She got help. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and she's not a flaming cunt for two and a half hours. Right, right. Um, that being said, uh, two bags. Uh, maybe three. Yeah, three. <laughs> yeah, you want to say three. <laughs> yeah. Just go ahead and say three. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's just funny that this was supposed Why to be Why have you this? forsaken me, God? Why have I, you brought this to my beautiful breast? I mean, we love you, MGM, because this was an MGM movie. It is. But this was kind of like, I remember when this came out, everyone was like, well, this is the movie that's going to legitimize the NC-17 rating. And it's like, <laughs> really? It's like, and you got Paul Verhoeven to direct it? Yeah. Look, I mean, let's... Let me just say that about this. I... I love Elizabeth Paul Verhoeven, yeah. really? but I personally, I, I really like his style. I think, uh, I, I think honestly, you probably couldn't have gotten someone better to do something like this. But I think what's funny about this is that it, it this has the uh, the Joe he- Esterhouse mark on it more so than Paul Verhoeven, yeah. because um, I mean, let, let's let's be honest when you when you distance yourself and you go back and you watch Basic Instinct after time has passed and you like whatever you know oh my god you know sharon stone's you know crotch you mm-hmm. know that's not a very good movie no neither is flash dance neither is most anything joe Esterhouse has ever written in his life is <laughs> could be anywhere remotely considered a good movie that being said i think that, that there's something really funny about this movie that they were basically trying to tell some kind of strange story about um excess and and greed and and the and the just the 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 life of sin that exists in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and then made this overabundant, just gaudy piece of shit movie that they did because it's kind of funny in that like and it's really a movie that doesn't go anywhere. I know, but it's just, it's funny that like they it's like they fell right into the trap of something that they almost feel like they were like trying to make a message about and just totally didn't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know why he wrote this movie. Why is that? Because he is a creepy old man and wanted to see lots of boobs. There is that. That's entirely possible. Kids, do yourself a favor. Go look at his IMDb page and you'll see he is a creepy old man. And he wanted to see a lot of boobs. Yeah, he kind of looks like a weird, strange, uh, like creepy old man. More creepy version of Billy Connolly. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's very correct. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy, creepy, creepy old man. Well. Anyway, either way, I we can't recommend. No, you know, but everybody, I mean, everybody kind of knew this. Yeah, and it, I just wish we could have wrung more comedy value out of it. But yeah, the unintentional was, comedy is pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, this, this is kind of funny because but the problem like, is you have to sit through so much non. Yeah, you know. Well, in uh, in retrospective, like how loud and and much laughing there was last week. Yeah, to this mm-hmm. week, like where it was. Like parts where you could hear crickets chirp. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of funny. Yeah. I want to get up and take a break. Yeah. I was not nearly as high on Xanadu as you guys, but I would watch that (laughs) a thousand times before I'd have to, before I'd watch this again. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. Dear Gina Gershon, decide whether you're going to be hot or not. Also, (laughs) (laughs) you anger BJ with your inconsistent hotness. That's correct. (laughs) I would like I, I would like to lust for you, but you make it difficult sometimes. Yeah, that see that, the picture you got up. Her smile doesn't look too sharp no, either. No, no, she looks fine in that picture. Her smile was all crooked in that movie. It, it was, was all that. It was all that dope. I still say this movie would have been huge if it had Tiffany Amber Thiessen in it instead of Elizabeth you Berkley. Think? Yes, I think it'd have been just the same. Uh, 
I probably would have enjoyed it more. How about that? The acting would have been just as terrible. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, you know, I'm just saying it would have been a bigger hit. I'm talking financially. I think you're right there. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway. Because this is this is built for people. It my wouldn't age. have just been that but, other girl from Saved by the Bell. No, it, I mean it's just there was there was that level of like, hey, this is the chick when I flip on Saved by the Bell that I want to see naked. I you know I did want to see yeah, Jesse naked, exactly. but oh, did no. you? Okay, yeah. Well. And I do just I wanted to see almost every girl naked. And oh, you know, when you were watching Saved by the Bell, I do yeah. want to throw something out there. Oh, okay, if they ever do remake it, mm-hmm. I hope they do what I thought was you know part of my brain wanted to happen at about the hour and 45 minute mark when everything was going right for her is for is for it to suddenly just pull a Mulholland drive and she wakes up in the trailer park and just like realizes <laughs> that it was all a dream and her life is shit. And oh, okay. I would have preferred that. Movie is that more. what happened in Mulholland drive? <laughs> I think sure. I'm still not quite sure, but there were tits in that movie too. <laughs> the, that's right. That. There was even more gratuitous <laughs> female nudity in that one. No, not was more. Was Gina Gershon? Oh, no, no, but not more. Just additional. Yes. <laughs> yeah. More was the wrong oh, word. Okay. Additional yeah. gratuitous female nudity. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think we've got anyway. that under wraps. Let's yep. let's move on and take yeah. a break. We will Like be we back. wanted to do in the middle of this movie. <laughs> Sounds great. Welcome back, second half of the Bamcast. Hey, half number two. So this one's all about the Benjamins. We got a couple of voicemails, but first, in an effort to better tie the first half and the second half, we have to uh, go to the Twitters for a couple of comments that we can't exactly uh, play for you. But basically, a couple of people were asking. Um, I'm assuming they're they're marketing this harder than they were before, but people have been asking what our thoughts on Drive Angry 3D are oh yeah are we in for this in the theater i think we we touched on it briefly when we yes. first saw a trailer probably like sometime last year but uh yeah. to answer that quickly yes 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 we actually want to go see a nicholas cage movie in the theater in 3d and we are totally in well the trailer had what 12 distinct explosions in it yeah so at least yeah, we are totally in for that. I believe it comes out end of February or something like that. Whenever it is, we are there. I want to say somebody said it was February 25th. Yes, that is correct. So, yeah, so, yeah we are totally, totally in for that. And uh, I don't know, maybe we uh, will try to organize some sort of local event. Mm-hmm. I know how sometimes we don't like events well, and we, planning, but we basically got a month to do it. Yeah. I think we can pull it off. So, I yes. think so. so yeah, everybody cancel your plans on Friday the 25th. <laughs> or maybe the weekend. We might just shoot for the weekend because. Oh, yeah. People have kids. Yeah. And stuff, kids and babysitters. Probably and easier to just organize like a Saturday afternoon type of thing. Maybe whatever. Maybe Sunday. Who knows? A Saturday matinee. Yeah. Not that there's any such thing anymore, but. Shot in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Filmed in 3D, which is why we're interested. In the dimensions that oh. are the third. And I do want to throw in a very quick showgirls story oh, okay. before we exit the whole showgirls thing. All right. Um, I had a friend 
who um, his girlfriend was like, hey, I've never seen Showgirls. Let's watch Showgirls. I'm just, I'm really curious about Showgirls. And he's like, all right, Funny it's no. kind of terrible, but, you know, he's like, well, you know, boobs. I like, I like the tadas. So they go to Blockbuster and Blockbuster only rents R-rated movies. Oh. So they ended up getting the R-rated cut of the movie. And this was back when Blockbuster was like, guess what? No late fees. And somehow the uh, VHS tape ended up under his couch and he kind of forgot about it for a month or two. And when he brought it back, he had to pay $50 in fees or whatever, or he basically, well, actually, no, they said he owned it now and it, and he had to, he paid, they charged $50 to his credit card so that he owned an R rated copy of awesome. VHS of showgirls. Excellent. That is that was in the blockbuster case, so wow. he didn't even have the Elizabeth Berkeley front of it to look at Aww. with the leg. But That's yeah, the worst. I have a friend who owns a fifty dollars copy of the R rated version of Showgirls, and he has it somewhere. A winner for a is few, he... actually for a few years. It was um, we would do our Secret Santa gift exchange, <laughs> so it, made and it would rounds. always and it was like the monkey's paw. <laughs> <laughs> but did it have any wishes left? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> It was so it was the closed monkey's paw. All, uh, all it contained was pain. Oh, uh, yeah. He'd already used his just, three wishes on get this out of my house. Yeah. I, I, I think I might have ended up with it one year, but I got rid of it the next year. So nice. But yeah. That is excellent. Uh, so we have a couple of voicemails, as I said. Uh, let's start with the older of the two. This is from Clint, our hey, good Clint. old buddy Clint. How's it going, Clint? Hey guys, it's Clay hey, from Clint. Madison, imaginary truck driver and arm wrestling champion. Hey, just wanted to say, <laughs> love the show on Xanadu. I mean, that's just one of those Xanadu. movies that's, uh, it's just so bad that it's just so good. Anyways, loved it. Remember seeing that as a kid. I think it came out in 79. I would have been nine years old seeing that. And wow, yeah, pre-Tron. <laughs> Anyways, just wanted to give you guys a recommend on a movie I just watched. Love this movie. It's a new one. It's got a all-star cast, low-budget uh, director in a band who wrote it also from Canada. It's called Suck. It's a vampire, uh, like a band uh, that uh, has uh, a run-in with a vampire, and it's just the funny, crazy crap that happens. So I would give that a high recommend for an actual good movie. So if you're looking for a good movie, not a bad one, um, that one I would recommend. So anyways, guys, love the podcast. As always, I'm out. Bye. Bye. Right. Thanks, Clint. I have seen that floating around, I believe, on the Netflix Instant Watch. And I think I started to click play, but then it was like, the overabundance of vampires these days, I was just like, this is going to be a terrible cash-in movie. You know, it's just, I mean, you know, these days it's like... Sometimes you have a feeling. Yeah, well, it's just it just feels that way, because, I mean, these days mm -hmm. it feels like, you know, people are like, well, I had this not very good script, and they're like, what if he's a vampire? And people are like, mm. gold, Jerry! <laughs> yeah, so, no, I, yeah. I, I, I like the premise well enough, so maybe I'll give that a try. As long we'll, as we'll let you give that not a try. to be confused with vampires suck, which is apparently terrible. It's of course gone it is. From it's by those fucking guys. Oh, is it? Is it yeah, the scary movie? It's the same guys. Not, those, not exactly the scary movie, but the other movie people. Yeah, all the like scary movie six or whatever. Lovely. The last movie was. Yeah, Lovely. Those, those dudes. Lovely. So anyway, 
yeah, no, I will definitely give that a try because hell, I'll watch anything. I know this has been well established. Yeah. So, um, let's green cap this next uh, voicemail. Drink. Well, hello, Vampcast. This is the always agreeable, never disagreeable green cap. Drink. Here with a little showgirls related uh, query for you. Ah, uh, showgirls. I remember it well. Saw it in the theater. We used to have uh, audience participation parties when I lived down in Tampa. It was great. Uh, people would just randomly shout out whatever they wanted to do at the screen, making our own sort of like Rocky Horror experience. But, okay, here's my second half question for you. It's all about the boobies. Yes, there ain't no lying. There's a lot of boobies in Showgirls. There's a lot of ass in it, too. But this is a booby question. So my question for you is what is your earliest and or fondest movie-going booby experience? Mine was Swamp Thing. I was 10 or 11, and it was a PG-rated movie, and it was based on a comic book. And my mom had no problem with me going to see it on my own. There was a pier down the street from my house. And I went, and I was watching this Wes Craven masterpiece, and partway through it, Adrian, Big Rack, Barbeau, <laughs> takes a bath in the swamp. And it's a total topless shot. And I remember being 10 or 11 and going, well, goddamn, those are some really nice boobies. I think I could get into them. So uh, what, are, what are your booby memories? Bye. <laughs> Everybody with the quick out. <laughs> and I forgot Wes Craven directed Swamp Thing. He did indeed. I forgot all and about somehow that. somehow got a PG rating for it. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, that was back in the day. You can get away with that stuff. That's true. Well, I want my I want my brain put in an Adrian Barbobot. <laughs> <laughs> what? And that is her God-given middle name, by the way. Yes. Big Rack. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Barbo means in French, actually. It means it means le big rack. Yeah, le big rack. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't know what the fuck a so anyway, is. So earliest movie going oh. booby memories. Mm. Wow. I know that I know the two, and I'm not sure which one is the earlier one that I it's saw. It's the right breast and the left breast. Not. Uh, uh. But um, it's either the Beastmaster, okay, or Animal House. Uh. And I can't remember which one I saw first, but I saw both of them at one of my friend, my friend's house who his family was the first family on the block to have a VCR. Nice. So that's how I got to see like animal house and all sure, that sort of sure. stuff. But yeah, I remember I, I was probably like eight or nine in my mind, like not fully comprehending that there were boobies on screen. Yeah. And I think my brain popped for a day or so. It's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, they can actually do that in movies? They can show that <laughs> Nobody stuff? Nobody told me they could do this. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, that's kind of what I was like. I was like, do you have any more movies like that? <laughs> <laughs> can I borrow your VCR yeah. for a week? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, I only that's, need it for three minutes. Those are the two earliest that I remember. Oh, I, I figured mine out. I didn't think I could. I, I, I couldn't remember when mine is, but I was looking through. I looked through like top 10 iconic uh, nude scenes in movies, and I, I figured it out. Uh, Total Recall. So I saw my first three breasts <laughs> on on film. Nice. Um, that was 1990s Total Recall. I think I was 
Ah, uh, Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. Thanks. He strikes again. Thanks, P. Um, so I guess I, I didn't see it in the theater, so I imagine it had to have been out on, on video or HBO, so it was probably 1991, which would have made me a grand total of nine, which is pretty good. I was like, <gasps> they come in threes. <laughs> <laughs> no. The what? answer is no. How is that? I've never seen three boobs. I gotta find this out. Uh, unfortunately, it was before the internet, but I figured out eventually that uh, they only came in pairs. Yeah, I'm wondering now with the internet, I mean, is this even like a relevant question anymore? <laughs> you know? It kind of is. I mean, you're going to stumble well, upon boobs on the internet long before you're probably going to stumble upon I mean, them. I don't upon think that was my first exposure to, to boobs, no. but I think that was my first exposure to boobs in movies. Okay. Yeah, I... God, I couldn't even... I couldn't even begin to say, to be honest with you. I mean, because... I mean, because, because boy, we, was he watching a lot of movies. Well, it's just, I mean, we had HBO and Cinemax way early on, so... Yeah, and they kind of, you know... They've always been pretty liberal over there yeah. at the pay movie channels. I mean, it's just like, to me, it like wasn't even a big deal. I mean, I'd honestly have to go, like... I'd have to go far into the future to bring up Paul Verhoeven again. I mean, I think the the... The life-changing thing for me was actually going to see Basic Instinct in the theater and being allowed to for whatever reason. I've never seen Basic Instinct. I mean, because that came out in 92, so I'm thinking I'm 15 maybe. I mean, like I said, I mean, it's not not like it was a big deal because I've seen all kinds of shit, but just being allowed to go see that... It's like yeah, we, we had a friend who was 17 buy us all the tickets. Yeah. And then we I, all went. I mean, it's just like, I don't even know why I was allowed to go see that or anything, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, to go earlier in that, I mean, you know, it's like all I'd have, all I'd have to go on is like thinking of things like that, where it's like the the PG movie where they sneak some boobs in, you know, kind of thing, like mm-hmm. just one of the guys and Ishtar and Airplane, even for that matter. Wasn't one of the police academies? Uh, maybe later. Like, I mean, the first one is definitely rated R. Okay, I thought one of the later ones had it too. Yeah, I mean, maybe even starting as soon as two, they went PG. Hmm. with sneaking some boobs in i don't know yeah i mean i don't i don't know i mean like maybe maybe airplane i mean i saw airplane got countless number of times i mean i remember thinking Mm -hmm. like you know and that's such a brief stupid thing too it's like you know it's almost a joke but it well it is a joke the whole movie's Mm -hmm. joke. but um, yeah i mean it's like i I don't know i mean i'm I'm struggling because it's like it almost like wasn't even a big deal especially like like i said it's like i almost have to go to the theater like the first time i saw him in the theater for it to be a big deal because it was like yeah, yeah in the theater part for me it probably was and basic really, instinct beastmaster i mean you don't really see anything that's like a really long shot i'm pretty sure are you talking about like tawny katane getting out of the lake i mean it's like yeah i mean <laughs> like yeah but when yeah, you're little you're just like holy crap oh my gosh he's naked oh my god yeah i know no i'm just saying it's like, well and i remember when i would stay over i'd like it'd be like you know once it's two in the morning or whatever you'd just be like turn on hbo yeah. There might be a movie with nudity. There could be. Yeah. Well, it was pretty much guaranteed if you did it with Cinemax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think they had Cinemax. Yeah. Because I, I definitely would have remembered that. No, no. I We kind of, not intentionally, but they pretty much screwed up our cable and gave us, we had free movie channels for years. Nice. Like, it wasn't like we hacked it unintentionally. It's just like they forgot to put the trap on mm-hmm. and, and then never came back to look. <laughs> they did that with our cable for the entire, like, my parents told them to shut it off because we were trying to save money. Yeah. And they just never did. Yeah. So, so for about seven years, we got yeah. free cable. Yeah, Thanks, we, Continental Cable Vision. Yeah, we pretty much had it all except for Showtime, which was like on Channel 1, which meant if you didn't have a box, you couldn't watch it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like everything else was just there. 
So yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I, I, I couldn't even begin to think. I mean, this this is why I'm as messed up in the head as I probably am. Yeah, it's hmm. kind of sad. Kids these days won't have those revelatory experiences like that. Yeah, they're just gonna be like, I type umbrella into I mean, Google and <laughs> <laughs> this came up. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't like I said. It, it's like it's weird. It's like so many movies with with boobs in them growing up that it's like I'd have to go like deeper like maybe like first time i ever saw like revenge of the nerds wow. <laughs> where it's like oh wait they show more than boobs in movies mm-hmm. yeah we have bush not a president yeah so i i don't know i'm, I'm sorry I, I don't have a good answer for that one got any favorites then a uh, favorites <laughs> favorite boobies <laughs> favorite boobies whoa <laughs> Whew. How much time we got? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would tell you back in the summer in yeah. 1983. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a good answer. It, it was weird because like in the mid nineties, like gratuitous nudity kind of went away. Yeah. It did. I mean, other than this movie, other than Showgirls. Right. There really wasn't much until kind of like American Pie sort of brought that sort of thing back from what I remember. Yeah. And even then it's only really one scene in the movie, but. Right. That's a good scene. Not gonna lie. Indeed. Shannon Elizabeth's kinda good looking. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I don't know. I, I don't I I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't even know if I have a good answer for that. You know, I you know mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's it's kinda that, that showgirl's principle. It's like, you know, when you've watched as many movies and seen as many chicks naked on movies as So what you're saying is you're very desensitized. I guess. Nudity. You know, I gotta get midgets in some time. So you've seen you've seen all this nudity, so now you're gonna go out and kill somebody, aren't you? Probably. Yeah. According to the MPAA, that's what's gonna happen. Probably. I mean, if the neighbor's dog has any say about it, then most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too bad. It is. You should have watched more stuff like really you know, sad. Saw and yeah. that sort of thing. Oh, definitely. That would have, you know, hostile Obviously. That would have made you forget about all those evil boobies. Yeah. I wanted to murder everything before I saw boobies. Oh, they brought you peace? They brought me peace and joy. <laughs> Don't tell the MPAA that because they won't know how to handle that. Oh. Oh, too late. <laughs> too <laughs> late. late. I think a better question is... Unsend email. Is, I think the better yeah. question is, is boobies you never have gotten to see. That's the better question. These stuck up women who have never shown them. I'm looking at you, Winona Ryder. <laughs> Winona Ryder? <laughs> yep. We got Jessica time. Alba with body doubles. Yeah. I mean, I'm so over movie, Jessica think? Alba. God yeah. damn it. Hmm. Hell, I don't know. It's kind of early in her career, but man, I want Christina Hendricks to just drop it. <laughs> damn. <laughs> I am in love with the top third of her breasts. I just love to get to know the rest. Hmm. That's geometry. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was. It kind of threw me off there. <laughs> it's like in the rhombus of... <laughs> I don't know. It's a 10... You got to take the uh, tangent and... Uh, oh, pi r squared? Yeah. Pi r no, round. No, pi r round. Cornbread r squared. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. Physics I can believe in. Yep. Um, yeah. Winona yeah. Ryder, Jennifer Love Hewitt. What, what, what people? The Come original on. J-Lo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's wrong with you people? I mean, these God-given talents and... Yeah, and you don't have much talent well, to speak Jennifer of otherwise. Well, especially, I mean, Jesus H, what, what has she yeah. got? Nothing. Nothing. She whispers to fucking ghosts. <laughs> Go to hell. Hey, and ghost. you can whisper to a lot of them there. <laughs> wow. Hey, ghost. You are mad at well, Jennifer Well, look at her. And watch her act. Yeah. I know what she should have done last summer. Let's take her damn top <laughs> off. 
And she apparently has an enormous butt that's hidden really well in oh. everything she does. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know what? She might actually be, yeah. a, you know, proportioned no, I mean, I mean like, a, like a badonk. <laughs> She's fucking she's got a huge rack. It's like yeah. how it's supposed to happen. It's supposed to be the same measurement up top as below, you know. 36, 24, 36. <laughs> Only she's 5'3". <five>, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sir Mix, a lot. Uh, uh, yeah. We like big butts. Mm-hmm. Cannot lie. Uh, who else? Anybody else? It, it, well, what's sad, you know, what's sad is like, you know, people like Winona Ryder, it's probably a good thing it never happened because sometimes when it does happen, you're like, like, you know, Anne Hathaway. I mean, how can we bl- be blase about Anne Hathaway getting naked? Now we're like, oh, yes, naked in another movie. whoopie doo doo Well, Halle Berry did it. Yeah. And now why it's can't, like, why can't all the other you know, that, somewhat respected actresses? That is Oscar. one of only two scenes that I've seen in uh, Swordfish. Swordfish. Yeah. <laughs> There's that and the hacking the computer while getting a blowjob scene. Well, Those are the only two scenes I've seen I think Halle Berry you know, deserves a very special recognition because that is by far the highest paid breast shot, I think, in movie history. How much did they pay her for that? I think it was a quarter mil a piece. <laughs> I think it's pretty much... Cause they so were what, like, were they going to only pan to I one side? I think they were thinking one, you know, and then they were like, nah, we got half a million in the budget. <laughs> Let's do this. So they paid her extra for... Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, half million for... Hey, you know, sell it. What's sister. funny is then she, you know, then she turned around and did it like for, you know, scale in an indie movie and won an Oscar. So there you go. Well, you know, there's that. Yeah. Is there charity work? Yep. We this appreciate might, this it. This might be our, our most inappropriate <laughs> misogynistic second half ever. Hey. Zang. Well, we just watched one of the most misogynistic movies ever, so you we're kind of probably us. not in the right mood no, to be no. discussing this. No, we're not. Oh, yeah. well. Uh, when have we like, ever like said now, that we had class? Like now, I've just seen Christina Ricci fart too many times naked, so it's just like, come on, okay. Yeah. Now the thrill is gone. You just <laughs> want Kelly Kapowski? That's what you want? Not now. Yeah. <laughs> no. Back in '95, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I definitely did. Mm, Tiffany Ambrosies. If I had a time machine and a lot of money, <laughs> <laughs> could have made uh, that I just happen. had a time machine. I can make the rest happen. <laughs> <laughs> well then yeah get that million I'm pretty enterprising individual <laughs> give her daddy issues early on is this what you're saying <laughs> I just show up on the set be like bitch I got a time machine <laughs> <laughs> where you want to go time uh, it's on my side you could be like a, <laughs> like what's his name in uh, in Star Crash what, what? What's the dude in Starcraft? Oh, Christopher Plummer? Yeah, oh, I, I kept yeah. wanting to say Christopher Lambert, and I knew that was wrong. No, you mean Lambert. Yeah. Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> Christa, yeah, but Christopher Christoph Plummer, you just be like, yeah, you know what I can do? I can stop. Stop time. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, hey, that? Man, That's freeze, right? Are you going to be? Freeze, right? Uh, did you know I can stop time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. I can stop time. Why don't you come over here? Let me stop time for you. Uh, All freeze. right. All right, let's wrap this up. I think up. we're done here. <laughs> I'm a dirty bastard. We have, yeah, we shall never speak of boobs again. Wrong. On wrong. The, well, okay. We have pushed the bounds <laughs> of, of... I was going to try to take us I mean, out of the hole, but it's not going to happen. No. This is the Showgirls episode. We will speak of boobs again. <laughs> it's a fucking episode 69. How are we going to have class? Exactly. <sighs> okay, BJ. Yo. If people are actually somehow still listening, please tell them how they could continue listening and talk to us. www.bmfcast.com and what about uh, on the email front? BMF at BMFcast.com. Uh, Twitter? Twitter.com slash BMFcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash BMFcast. Whoa. And iTunes? Search the iTunes store for the Bad Movie Fiends podcast. Rate us. 
preferably five stars. Review us, subscribe, tell your friends. And finally, the most important thing you can ever do, be like your friends and countrymen, Green Capped and Clint from Madison, and call the Garfield phone hotline. He's standing by, eyes closed, waiting for you. Why don't you give them the number? I will. <laughs> You're just checking to see if his eyes are closed or <laughs> yeah. he's staring you down. <laughs> yeah. And that number is 910-5-JOCKS-BMF, 910-556-9263. Give us a call and leave us a message. Google will translate it poorly. Then we will proof it and put you on the air. That is absolutely all that is true. And that's it. Okay. I think we're about at this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, keep in mind, Facebook fans, mm-hmm. recommend us to your friends. Um, we really need to quit being lazy and actually put up the list of DVDs that we're giving away. Yeah. That okay, might, but that the might contest is still running. Yeah. But no, recommend us to your friends. Um, get some likes or whatever they do on Facebook these What's days. What's the count now? That's around 80 still. 80 something. So, so people need to listen this far into the podcast. <laughs> That's what they need to do. Right. So uh, there you go. Get so your we'll, friends we'll, to like us. We'll either win friends by talking about boobies or lose a lot of people. <laughs> either <laughs> yeah, way. Watch it. It'll be very divisive. Our entire female listenership will just drop off. Sure. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. But no, if you uh, get us up to 100, then, you know. You may win. We'll randomly pick somebody, get some DVDs. So, yeah. So, there's that. So, uh, audience participation. Proselytize. Preach. Evangelize. Tell your friends. Sounds good. Because we need the ego boost and you need the DVDs. Concurred. It's mutually beneficial. Exactly. Okay. So let's boob on out of here. Yes. Boob. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the beach. And And this is Boobcast. (laughs) I'm an outlaw. Quick on the draw. Something you never seen before. I got something chrome, and I got it from home, and it ain't a microphone, and I dare a motherfucker to come in, my face is so real. Boobs. Hooters. Tatas. Breasts. Ta-da's. Fun bags. Jugs. Melons. Bazongas. Tits. Cans. Tadas. Prestices. Memories. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> All alone in a bra. <laughs> Sweater puppies.